Well, that's kind of a positive way to look at it. You could also argue that uh, from a certain point of view, people who are really smart are also tricky and deceptive and dishonest. Welcome to the Common Errors in English Usage podcast. I'm here with Paul Bryans, author of the Common Errors in English Usage website and book. I'm the editor of that book and host of this weekly podcast, Tom Sumner. Hello, Paul. Hi, Tom. Paul, uh, are you exhausted talking about all of these words to do with insulting one's intelligence? We started with idiot, and then we had uh, a couple more episodes after that talking about all the variations on that. Well, they're so varied in their origins and history that it, I find it fascinating. It's really interesting. People have always wanted to insult each other from one way or another, I guess. And uh, so they found a lot of interesting, inventive ways to do it. I think that part of it, you can't insult someone's appearance so readily or certainly anybody if they have a handicap that's a, a ser- any kind of serious handicap or anything like that uh, that doesn't serve as an insult that is that is crossing some social line that you know we we can never cross but when you get when you insult someone's intelligence uh i think there's an element of how how does the insulter even know the level of intelligence of the person they're actually insulting there's a little bit more wiggle room for saying well yeah you know i called you stupid but you were just being stupid exactly i i was thinking that if somebody really has mental deficiencies i think it's really taboo to use any of these terms of them but they're mostly used when people think that a person who ought to know better is behaving or thinking in a not very bright fashion Right. So uh, we went through a whole list of nouns that uh, would be hurled as uh, an insult. Um, but adjectives, they're their own special category. There are some of these that don't really translate into nouns. Some of them do that have noun forms. But let's go down a list of some of these. We have some that we've discussed the noun forms of idiotic. Well, we started with idiot. And we talked about idiot having its origins as being outside the social order, somebody who operates outside of society. And that got uh, co-opted into this uh, slur on someone's intelligence. Dim, we talked about dim and dim-witted, his adjective form of dimwit. Imbecilic, we talked about imbecile. Dopey, uh, that's the Snow White character, of course. (laughs) You know what I was thinking about? that and that that particular dwarf is not really dumb he's just extremely silly he's kind of playful and childish yeah he, and childlike rather yeah and he might just as well have been called loopy or goofy if that name wasn't already taken right the universe <laughs> yeah dull we had talked about a dullard okay. foolish we of course talked about fool and and then there's some other common ones let's start off with dumb now, dumb yeah. has a, a double meaning, of course. Right. And its original meaning was uh, lacking in the ability to speak, mm-hmm. um, usually associated with deafness and people not learning how to speak because they have not heard speech. Um, and that is uh, something interesting to me because in a special way, our island, Bainbridge Island, has a sister island, uh, Omotepe. 
in Nicaragua. And uh, people from here go down there and do various projects involving agriculture and music and all kinds of things. And uh, somebody came back saying that they had run into several families who had deaf children who couldn't speak and the families couldn't communicate with them and they were considered just mentally deficient because of this. These people had never heard of sign language. Mm. And so they arranged to get a Spanish-speaking signer to go down and with a sign language teacher together gave lessons to these whole families with the kids. And for the first time, they were able to realize, hey, this kid is not just a lump. They have a personality. They, they have intelligence. And they could start going to school, which they had not before, with a translator. And one of the things that uh, they decided to do was see, find another avenue of expression for these kids. And so he approached our camera club and said, I'd like to take cameras down there and let these kids take pictures. And uh, it, would, it became a very elaborate project with people flying down with uh, 20, I think, uh, digital cameras, inexpensive ones that we raised the money for, and set the kids up and gave them some lessons and sent them off to take pictures of their families and the scenery and whatever, and talk to them a little about what makes a good picture and so on. He said the biggest problem with the initial instruction period was that the kids got immediately into playing with the cameras and wouldn't look up to see what the sign translator was telling them to do <laughs> as they were exploring already on their own. But what happened is this huge breakthrough. One of them now is uh, going on uh, into college and they, it just transformed their lives because they were able finally to communicate with the outside world and show that they had something going for them and that nobody else had because there was nobody else with a computer or with a digital camera or anything like that. So they had a unique quality that then gave them an advantage. Um, they took a printer down there, made prints of the best pictures, and then they had an exhibit, and it's been a touring exhibit. There's also been uh, an exhibit here on the island that's appeared in several places. Uh -huh. And they went, went back for a second time, uh, another round of teaching them more about photography this winter. So it's been quite an experience. So that's a, a case where inability to speak certainly doesn't mean that the person is dumb in the sense of stupid. But that got linked very early on, not so much because of uh, uh, people exactly, but they got compared to animals. Animals were dumb. Animals could not speak, and except for parrots, maybe. So uh, the expression is like dumb ox evolved and that's what led eventually to linking dumbness to stupidity mm -hmm. and it was the comparison to animals that caused the change in meaning i see well now tommy of course he was the deaf dumb and blind kid who right. played, played a mean pinball right but he was treated as if he were unintelligent right in the rock opera so there is that connection at play there too to some degree but um, I think that's coincidental. We don't normally associate dumb as in speechless with dumb as in not intelligent. And not, not today, no. And I think Tommy's case, it, it was seemed to suggest to me that it was a sort of a hysterical dumbness caused by trauma rather right. than a physical right. problem. And, of course, he couldn't speak of his uh, mother having an affair with uh, someone while his father was away at war. 
I don't know if you remember the whole plot of Tommy. But this... No, not, not, not great. <laughs> but but uh, he was admonished to never speak of it, and that's supposedly that traumatic event made him dumb. So let's move on to some of these other ones. Uh, senseless. What about senseless? Where does this come from? Well, this uh, originates in the 16th century, and it meant originally unconscious, uh, which makes sense. You've lost your senses of everything. You, you become unconscious. But also, at the same time, it developed a lacking in sense and the sense of smarts. I'm using sense in a lot of different ways here. Yeah. Um, so it branches out almost immediately into these two different meanings, just unconscious and not smart. Mm-hmm. Interesting to me that the word, of course, the word sense, you just said it. To be senseless and knocked unconscious would mean that your senses are all dull. You can't hear, you can't uh, see, and and so on. But the word sense also translates into smarts overall. And it has an older meaning. The original meaning of sense, as opposed to senseless, uh, was meaning, mm-hmm. as in the sense of the passage in this manuscript is so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And so senseless also meant lacking in meaning so this particular um, essay is senseless mm-hmm. i mean that it did, didn't make any sense mm-hmm. so only later did senseless come to mean unwise or foolish mm-hmm. more just more generally unwise or foolish yes mm-hmm. well uh here's one that uh, we don't use slow mm-hmm. that was originally a euphemism for developmentally disabled now you do hear it and I don't endorse it, but you do hear it now and then. It's like, well, you're yes. a little slow today. It's one of those that we could classify as sort of unfortunately not obsolete. It's just deplored. Right. And it might be best uh, to leave it to uh, self-criticism. Oh, 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 I missed that. I'm sorry. I'm a little slow today. You know? Yeah. And slow on the uptake is yeah. an expression that gets used a lot. Right. Yeah. Then there's some obvious ones, uneducated and unintelligent. Let's take those on. Uneducated is pretty obvious. doesn't imply that the person is mentally incapacitated, simply that they haven't studied or maybe had an opportunity to go to school. And that one has a lot of associations with the the current political situation because Trump has been (laughs) displaying his lack of education. He, He keeps discovering things about the presidency that he didn't know before and about our history and telling everybody his bright new discoveries. He had an interview with the New York Times recently where he displayed his ignorance to a fabulous degree. They followed up with an article uh, citing all the different things that he said that were wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But anyway, in uh, February 2016, he won the Nevada primary and in his acceptance speech, he said, we won the evangelicals. We won with young. We won with old. We won with highly educated. We won with poorly educated. I love the poorly educated. Uh Uh-huh. Most people thought, you know, do you really want to brag about that? He's trying to say, you know, everybody likes me. But it, it obviously conveys the idea that, well, I really don't know much. Can't get yeah. enthusiastic about him. Yeah. He he did graduate from UPenn, though. So yeah, he's an yeah. Ivy League graduate. Hmm. <laughs> Somewhat educated himself by having a special place in his heart for the uneducated. Yes. Right. right. By which he used that term very sloppily because what the statistics were actually about was the people with less education, college education and above versus high school or lower. And, you know, he turned that into uneducated, which is not really 
the surveys we're talking about. Right. Just because you have a high school degree and never went to college doesn't mean you're poorly educated, per se. Yeah, and I can tell you there are some people that manage to struggle the way through, through college and get a degree who are still uneducated. As a professor, I can tell you that's definitely the case. Aha. Uh -huh. So you can use your work experience to apply it in the case of Trump? Is that yeah, what you're saying? <laughs> just take only easy classes, cheat like mm -hmm. crazy, uh, study only the night before a test and get by on low C's and mm -hmm. come out the other end with a degree and you may have a degree, but you don't have an education. Okay. Well, I'll leave it to the listeners to interpret that in the case of Donald Trump. So he is a, a UPenn graduate, but we, we're not sure how he did it we won't blame you pen <laughs> okay <laughs> all right another obvious one unintelligent unthinking yeah those are just pretty straightforward there's nothing much to be said about them they kind of self-explanatory unintelligent i think can relate to a little bit to ignorance which we'll talk about later there's a sense in which unintelligent means that you're just uninformed about something you're not necessarily inherently stupid uh, or you, you lack something, some kind of sense of, of what's right, what's correct. Uh, unthinking, unwise. Well, unwise is interesting to me. People often contrast knowledge and wisdom, and we can talk about that later when we get to more positive things. But unwise is almost always used in a much more polite way. You don't yell at somebody saying, you damn unwise so-and-so. <laughs> You know, it's, it, it's just not used that way. The decision to uh, take a vacation in the war zone was probably unwise. Mm, yes. <laughs> it's a kind of an understated way of, and it's in there. These uh, adjectives, by the way, some of them refer to the qualities of the thinkers and some of them refer to the qualities of the thought. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the action or the idea of doing something can be unwise, but you don't usually refer to a person and just say, you're unwise. Whereas witless, that's a little different category. Yeah, witless is silly. And uh, if you lose your wits, you're usually crazy. And that's something we haven't really distinguished before. But there is a distinction between words that have to do with lacking intelligence and those that mean you're mentally disturbed. And there are some that kind of overlap uh, where there's variations. And I've been staying away from ones that just have to do with people being crazy. Mm -hmm. um, that's a much more touchy kind of subject. And there's certainly words for it, but it's a whole separate category of terms. So uh, being witless is not usually meant to say that a person has permanently lost their wits, but that it's temporary. So he said that was a witless thing to do. Mm -hmm. You know, you're behaving witlessly, but it's usually, again, one of those labels that just happened now. And you're not saying that the person has no wits whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, uh, last time we talked about, or one of these times, we had talked about words that uh, refer to the brain or the head as being full of things or empty of things. <laughs> so they got a list of those that are adjectives too, like uh, brainless, mindless, harebrained. Harebrained, that's on your uh, common errors list, right? Right, because it's often misspelled. 
H-A-I-R-B-R-A-I-N-E-D. You see quite often as if your hair, I don't know, your brain is full of hair or something, but that's not the original spelling. The original is H-A-R-E brained after a, a rabbit, a hare, and it originally meant silly as a hare. Rabbits were thought to be pretty silly. So that's what most editors would prefer in writing, although you'll find that dictionaries tend to be kind of tolerant about the H-A-I-R spelling because it is so common. Well, yes, it may be common, but I think it's still in the category of hmm, pretty much it's an error. Yeah. It's easy to see how it happens, though, because that's where your hair is up by your brain. It's as if your hair grew into your skull and filled up your head with hair rather than brains i i guess i don't know <laughs> but uh yeah hair brain silly as a hair those all those all make sense and if you can keep that straight in your mind you'll probably not make the spelling error i can't help thinking of bugs bunny mm. who was brilliant <laughs> silly but brilliant Exactly. And yeah. Bugs, of course, his name is one of those words I wasn't going to talk about, meaning crazy. Right. That's and right. He acts in a crazy manner, but he's he's really quite smart. Crazy like a fox. Yeah, much smarter than uh, Elmer Fudd. <laughs> right. Well, now how about lame-brained? And uh, this is this is one. It's not to do with the brain being full of something or empty of something. It's just to do with the competence of the brain lame brained this is a, an instance where we actually know where and when and by whom the word was invented and it was pg woodhouse in 1929 who wrote a girl with an aunt who knew all about shakespeare and bacon must of necessity live in a mental atmosphere into which a lame brained bird like himself could scarcely hope to soar that sounds like woodhouse yeah. All right. Well, now we have brain full of stuff that it shouldn't be full of. We have fat-headed and thick-headed. Thick-headed interested me, although it's not very common in American English. But the British have long since shortened that to thick. So you can just insult somebody by calling them thick. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean fat. It means thick-headed. It means dumb. Mm -hmm. An early example is from Shakespeare's Henry IV, Part Two, Daltersheet says of Falstaff's friend Poins, they say Poins is smart, Falstaff answers. Him smart? Hang him, he's a baboon. He's as thick as mustard and no smarter than a sledgehammer. <laughs> no smarter than a sledgehammer? Yeah. That's pretty thick. Yes. And here, there is a word that's more common in American English that means the same thing, dense. Mm -hmm. Right. You're just being dense. Yeah, right. We'll move on to uh, simple. That's uh, another category in itself. Simple, simple-minded. Of course, it has a host of meanings. Uh, originally, it meant free from duplicity, dissimulation, or guile. This is Oxford English Dictionary language. Innocent and harmless, undesigning, honest, open, straightforward. So it was a, a very positive kind of term at first. Mm -hmm. Then... It later became free from and devoid of pride, ostentation, or display, humble, unpretentious. And that is the meaning associated with the Shakers. Mm -hmm. It is a gift to be simple. Yes. So si simple so far has fairly positive 
uh, connotations. But even by the 14th century, it could also be used to mean ignorant or dumb. So you have simple Simon. Yeah. And I find it interesting that, you know, to be free from duplicity, dissimulation or guile, innocent or harmless gets transformed into uh, it evolves into something meaning ignorant or dumb, uh, meaning you know, there's a certain amount of game playing with having uh, higher intelligence. It manifests itself in many ways. Sometimes it's knowing how to behave in social occasions, knowing when to tell the white lie, knowing when to have a, exercise a little bit of guile. And to be too simple in those circumstances could get you into some trouble. Laudable though it may be that you're simple and you're just being honest and straightforward. Well, that's kind of a positive way to look at it. You could also argue that uh, from a certain point of view, people who are really smart are also tricky and deceptive and dishonest. So that's just another way of looking at the same. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, but it's just interesting that it it starts with this uh, this one meeting and it evolves into something uh, meaning ignorant or dumb somebody who's just too simple to play the game basically and simple-minded of course stems from that um half-baked i like that one um yeah. <laughs> and that's that's to do with plans or ideas uh right. meaning that they're not completely formed not thought through and i wonder if you remember the scene in the graduate where the dustin hoffman character ben announces to his dad that he's going to Mary and uh, his dad follows that up with a couple of questions, and he says, "Well, oh, when, when is the date? Have you set a date?" And and he says, "Oh, oh no, we haven't set a date." He says, "Well, what are, what are they, what do her parents say? What do they say?" And he says, "Oh, they don't know yet." And he said, "Well, I, uh, you haven't even told her parents." And he says, "No, no." And he pursues it with a couple other questions. It turns out that uh, even his uh, fiance doesn't know it yet that they're going to be married and. And uh, the father says, well, Ben, this whole idea sounds a little half-baked. And Ben announces, no, it's completely baked. <laughs> so uh, okay. there, there you take a, a tired, cliched expression, half-baked, and transformed into completely baked, and it's original and humorous. Yeah. Well, that reminds me of the, the current expression that's used in business and technology a lot when people are laying out plans, and they say that some quality is baked into the programming or the formula or whatever that they're working with. Yeah, I like that uh, metaphor for baking. It's chilled. Yes. Set. Yeah. And it suggests that nothing could ever go wrong. It can't escape from the plan. So you could say uh, health care for all is baked into the new health plan. I know it's not true, but, <laughs> but it, no. it suggests that it's all it, it, that part of it cannot escape from the overall plan. I've heard it used negatively too, though, saying that some quality that you don't like is necessarily attached to a project and you, you can't get rid of the bad part without getting rid of the whole thing. It definitely works both ways. Yeah. If something is baked in, it's, it cannot be extracted from. Yeah. <laughs> Another of my least favorite expressions, uh, the train has left the station. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's what we were told when we were being told uh, that, that the university, we numerical evaluation of various th activities would be the measure of what departments got money and which ones didn't. Yeah, right. That was shortly before I left the profession. <laughs> right, yeah. And they couldn't call you back because 
uh, you had left the station. So, <laughs> so uh, just let's do a couple of others of these. Uh, half-witted. I mean, that's there's not too much to say about that. A person could be a half-wit. That's sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, brain dead. That one's more recent. Yeah. Um, the medical term for brain death is distinguished from other kinds of death, the cessation of breathing or heartbeat or whatever, was invented in the 1970s. And so that term became widely known, but only very recently, extremely recently, it's become a synonym for stupid. And again, it's applied mostly not to people, but to their ideas. So that plan is brain dead or you know, the, this whole proposal is brain dead. Yeah. It's, it's pretty strong. I think it's kind of an overstatement. And uh, let's end with, with the word stupid. That's a pretty obvious one. Stupid right. is probably the most common of all adjectives to insult the intelligence. In the book, you contrast it with uh, ignorant stupid versus ignorant. Let's start with what's the difference between stupid and ignorant? Well, stupid would imply that you don't have the ability to think intelligently and ignorant means that you just haven't learned what you need to. So it's it's like uneducated. Mm-hmm. And ig- ignorant has baked into it the, the concept of ignore. Yeah, but it means not so much that you're deliberately ignoring something in them but that uh, an older meaning that you are unaware of it of something. Right. But that can help you uh, with that distinction between stupid and ignorant. Just remember, ignorant suggests that there's a set of facts that is unknown by the person. Right. And therefore, they're ignorant. When I when I see somebody saying that's an ignorant idea, oh. I wince a little bit and I say, mm, I think you mean it's a stupid idea. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, what's the origin of stupid? Well, orig- originally it had to do with being in a stupor, S-T-U-P-O-R, uh, to be stunned, benumbed, deadened, or with dulled faculties. And then pretty quickly it spread into the same meaning we have today of being not smart. And a colloquial expression that I can't help think is kind of charming is you've been hit by the stupid stick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like a magic wand that <laughs> made, made you stupid. <laughs> and that's usually, I think, said affectionately or uh, humorously. Right. Yeah. Not an antagonistic kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, we we need these terms, right? I mean, we can't just go around thinking everybody's acting at their 100% all the time. We, we have to have some of these terms to uh, throw around to just uh, let, pe- let people know. I don't think that's a good idea. And in fact... I think it's born of some kind of stupidity or you don't just don't have your wits about you. I want to continue this intelligent discussion of stupid terms with uh, the word silly next time, which is too deep to go into right now. Turns out there's a lot going on there, but we'll leave that for next time. Okay. Thank you, Paul. It's a long time. That'll do it for the Common Errors in English Usage podcast. Send your comments, questions, and feedback to commonerrorspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.